Hello and welcome to Be Powerful with Liz and Lee. It's a new day and we're so glad you're here. So you can expect to hear candid conversations on what it means to be powerful, live authentically, live in the midst of ups and downs, productively, and above all else, joyfully. We are so thankful for you, our community of listeners, and we hope you enjoy today's show. Hi, Liz. <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry. Hello, Lee. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, are we like punch drunk? No, we've been, it feels like we've been in a heavy, you know, like a 12, you know, like in a fight. <laughs> In a, in a in a fight. I used to have lip gloss on. And well, it's worn know. off because we've tried to do this podcast about three times now. And yeah. we're going to go again. Yeah, and I feel like Muhammad Ali, uh, Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier. Yeah. Oh. We, can't, we barely can talk, but we decided to do around three because if you're not going to do it authentically, then the hell with it. Right. And so we Scratch got, it. We got go some again. stuff to say, but we're, I, we're going through some shit too, right? Who's not? Is there anybody out there? Raise your hand. (laughs) Raise your hand. (laughs) Raise your hand. Get on YouTube. Raise your hand if you're going through some shit right now. Okay. Okay, good. We knew that was going to be 100%. Just you. Well done. Yeah. Let's take a deep cleansing breath. Ready? (sighs) Oh, God. If you were doing a speech somewhere, you would make everybody stand up and core connect. Core connect. No, first they would put their arms straight up in the air. Okay. So they could feel their power. You know that really works, right? It does. Deep breath bigger. in, deep exhale, blow it out. <sighs> Breathe in the positive, blow out the negative. Blah, blah, blah. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's not. You it's can, not, but that's how we're feeling about yeah, it right are, now. We are. But we're it reminds so. me of, because all we do is reference TV and movies in Ted Lasso when Rebecca oh, gets God. real, shows how she gets real big before she goes into a She's room. She's my favorite. Rebecca, yeah. when is that coming back out? It better come out soon. I'm losing my mind. If, if we have to keep watching Stranger Things over and over, which Lee and I watch Stranger Things every night, but we get, we're so tired. I mean, we start it late, which don't watch Stranger Things late at night. First of all, it scares the bejeebers out of you. weird dreams. And then we can't, and then we fall asleep and we can't remember what we're we like, watched. let's just watch that episode so again. We, we've been watching like episode two of season four for like, I don't know. A couple times. Weeks. Yeah. And we've been watching it with my son for a while now and he's out of he's town like, until tomorrow. So like come home and let's finish yeah. Stranger yeah. Things yeah. and get ready for Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. But we all might need to go like this. Everybody go like this and get really big because we're going to really talk big. about our favorite sex. subject. Sex. Oh, okay. That was a little snaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sex. We are because... I don't know. I don't it's know something why. that everybody can relate. We've tried. To. This is our this, again. <laughs> this is round three. Ding ding ding, and we kind of fought it out there, didn't we? I mean, we no. The deal is, I really have we been. were having disagreements uh-huh. about some other things, and yes. it kind of bled into that. And then you yeah. weren't feeling good about something, and I'm like, oh, just press life, as in pause, life. stop so, the recording, and let's try again. I think we've got some points to make, though. Okay, main one. I want, here's one point. One Let's point. Take the shame of sex. Got it. Sex okay. should not be so taboo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, oh, I meant to say. Can I say it again? Yeah, of course. Let's take the shame of feeling of loving sex mm. off the table. Yeah. Because in this crazy world we're living in, where people don't want women to enjoy their bodies nor have sex, because if you do, you're just going to be a baby 
factory, which we know that's not what we're going to talk about today because that just gets me going on a different subject. But actually, women have some places on their body that really feel good when they have sex. <laughs> some places. Oh, my God. Okay, so shame and guilt. Let's try to get those. Shame and guilt. Out of mm-hmm. the equation. Number two. I know you are the expert on this, is teaching kids young and early and openly and honestly about sex and their bodies. Number three. I'm an expert. I love that. Well, right. Like, let's just start. We were just certified this weekend as sex experts. Yes, so we were. We can talk about other. anything and everything. We were. And you we, have to I gave you a us. badge. I have a badge. <laughs> we, we have them hidden. Hidden badges. No, we're not. So, you know. If what we have to say doesn't resonate with you, but you're struggling in any way with sex, I suggest that you find some resources to help you. I mean, obviously, the World Wide Web is full of stuff. We've got podcasts. We've got YouTube. We've got books. We've got therapists. And I think it's important to learn as much as you can. The more you know, the more you know. The more you are and the better it feels. Right. Okay, let's talk about that. Wait, hang on. (laughs) I'm so ready. <laughs> hold on, hold oh, on. Are, so like sad. the taboo of sex, yeah. teaching kids about sex, finding resources to help you understand your body, your partner, sex, whatever it is. Right. Also, how to get out of ruts. Yes. Transactional sex. Maybe oh, women. Transactional and, sex is a big one. That's almost, that's pretty much yeah. marriage as we know it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Not ours. No, we're not married. Because we're not married. Okay. Um, Also, like stereotypes about women and just their bodies and sexuality in general. Right. And letting sex and sexual health be a part of our overall health and wellness. That if we hopefully turn sex into just a positive way to be strong and healthy, then we can release some of those taboos. Right. Ready, so set, who do you go. want to teach your children about sex? Would you rather? You, you should I'll start doing to. seminars. You know what? We'll start doing that in the studio under the be okay. powerful sign. Be powerful in your sexuality. But <laughs> no, we're not actually we're not going to do that. Um, I think sex is the very personal, intimate thing with your partner. But I want to talk about kids just for a second because I think it's important. And as everyone knows, anything I say on this podcast, I am very ready for my own grandchildren to listen to it. So we need to, I want us to take the taboo off of sex, especially with children. Um, I was brought up to believe that if I had sex, that I was trash, that I was a you know slut. If I liked sex, that just labeled me as something wrong. Mm. That I was simply supposed to just lay there and take it and blah, blah, blah. Where was your messaging coming from? Not from my mom and dad. Okay. From society. Um, Right now we have a society that has TVs, you know, everything on Instagram, whatever you're watching. Women are sexy. They're having great sex all the time. So it seems. If you've ever seen porn... Oh, yeah, uh, that you see that the looks on those ladies' faces, they're not enjoying that. So if that's where you're getting your information on how to have sex, then you're not going to enjoy it. Um, at least the woman's not, right? And I'm a woman, and I want to encourage other women and other dads and men to 
educate their sons and daughters on the importance of sex, that mm-hmm. it is not taboo, that it is one of the driving forces of human nature. We have these bodies for a reason. Mm-hmm. Our bodies are made beautifully. And one of the greatest joys in life is great sex. So, and it's also a very natural instinct, starting very early for some and not so right. early for others. Well, we know our children at some point are going to have sex. And right. so it's, what is the messaging? And I always think, you know, the first things we say are, don't have sex, have safe sex, have consensual sex, blah, 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 blah. And like, but where's the item joy? number 24? Yeah. <laughs> let it be pleasurable. And I'm not right. saying that sex is just about pleasure, but I think that really should be a I big part of it. I think sex is about pre- pleasure. I think number one, sex is about pleasure. Yeah. I think, yes, children are born from sex, but the number one point of sex to me is pleasure. You all can disagree with me all day long. That's great. But kids are not having sex because they want to have children. They're having sex for pleasure. Okay. So let's just get that out of the way. (laughs) I'm having sex for pleasure, not to have children. (laughs) When I was 30 or 20 and I could have babies, I was having sex for pleasure not for children. And then one day I decided to have a child and I went, yay, and this there morning I get to have a baby. And you can do this. <laughs> yeah, but I think there's you know instances where people hide behind like just reproduction because that takes away all the like pleasure scary things that could happen. And if we just more normalize that, right, then it wouldn't be right. so it's simple. taboo that it wouldn't have to be pleasure sex looks like Cardi B naked singing yeah, about something it's a little not like inappropriate. That. Like it doesn't just have to be about boobs and body and nakedness and uh, right skin. I mean, that is maybe what sells, but it's not what is um, for everybody. So what's that word I'm looking for? Like last forever, enduring. Thank you. You're I was thinking welcome. of like subsist, endures, endures. <laughs> yeah. So. How do we okay. do that? So okay. you guys Step deal with one. your own children. Take the heat off of them by saying, yeah, sex is totally normal. Enjoy yourself. Figure it out. If you have questions and you don't want to come to me, find resources for them or let them find resources. And hopefully it's other than porn, but whatever. Just <laughs> talk to your kids. Get that out of the way. But okay. as far as ourselves. Right, right. We want to take the taboo off of ourselves as well. So you were taught, your messaging that mm-hmm. you received was a lot about shame and sex and it's only slutty girls or, yeah. I mean. Our sex, our, <laughs> I've said this one before. What? If I still had that tape, I would show it. I would put it on Instagram. Um, the, this, the tape we had in Concord High School was oh. the slutty girl behind the stands and she's wow. back there like getting, have, getting pregnant basically by all the people the men the, pe- the men people and like nothing was wrong with the boys having sex but mm, it was always it. the women having sex yeah yeah especially the women that enjoyed it and they had to be slutty and wear really dark red lipstick uh-huh. and wear really slutty clothes if they were that so okay. um let's all just take our blinders off yeah and so i was gonna ask like when did that change for you um, if it did, it, I mean, how long did I you carry long, that? Not, no, not very long. I thought this was really great. I had uh, a relationship with a guy one time who taught me what was important mm-hmm. for men. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. no one had taught me that. And that's important for people to learn. Also, if you're a woman and you have a heterosexual relationship, sexual relationship, but he also 
help me learn what was good for uh, me. And nobody mm-hmm. had ever taught me that either. Mm-hmm. So then I started trying to figure that out on myself and combine the two. And I decided sex was really great. And if, if it labeled me a slut, then I'll wear, I'll take, big, wear it proudly. Adult, whatever I got to wear. Yeah. I guess or something. But. Well, I think one important thing that you said was what was important or felt good mm-hmm. for him. Right. And you, you. want your partner so it, to feel good. Yes. It doesn't just have to be about all of a sudden we need to empower women about themselves and what feels good. Now men have to do that to us. I think it's maybe logistically easier and I'm not a man. And so I do not know for a man to feel pleasure during sex all or most of the time. And it's still important to talk about empowering them in this relationship and conversation about sex, that we are women. So that is what we know. And that I think more women struggle with sexuality and knowing what feels good and sex ruts and all that feeling. But also we need to be cognizant that men are the equivalent in the playing field, if you're in a heterosexual relationship or two men in a homosexual relationship. But don't you think, and I would think, I want to know what makes you feel good. Absolutely. I would think that most good guys want to know what their woman feels if they're on a heterosexual. And I just remember when I was in those relationships, and I've had some great sex in my life, and, and it's always been with men except for you. Right. And um, I loved it, but it's not always just the penetration it's the it's a man that lovingly you know mm. understands or, or asks does this feel good right. right you don't have to have all the anatomy classes or the books or all that sort of thing it's basically communicating with each other exactly which makes it so much easier for me and you don't you think oh 100 percent. i think that's typical with women that we right. talk a lot <laughs> and we know what's happening with your body because i am a woman and so our bodies are more similar than a man and a to a woman's. Yeah. And so there's that we've talked about a little bit shame, a little bit of guilt, but also vulnerability. Right. If you're a woman, listen mm-hmm. up men too. Mm-hmm. I mean, being vulnerable opens up such a great Oh. What a woman space. can give to you if you are vulnerable to mm-hmm. her. And again, I, we are in a same-sex relationship, so I guess we can't really talk <laughs> in case about you the, didn't know But this. I used to be in that and and I do know what works with right. that and I I I've always in I really did enjoy that. Well, I think women just need more conversation, more emotion. Mm-hmm, we are more um, intimate with sometimes our words or our feelings. We talk a lot. Obviously. And I think men should get that opportunity too. Yeah. I think we have to make it a safe place for men to feel comfortable saying whatever they have to say and not just have to listen to women Right. Be ooey goo goo gaga. Right. And, and uh, <laughs> back to transactional sex, which we haven't even talked about. I to say transgender. I'm like, we, but we, we don't keep know anything it about that. in the ballpark, We're probably. We're going to try to. Nope. Everybody has a way of doing sex. It doesn't matter who you are, how you identify. What you want to That's do right. is make sure that you, first of all, know what feels good to you so that you can communicate that to your partner. And then you've got a, a partner that respects you enough to also try to do those things for you there you go it's the trying that works too yeah and it's the fun of it and and we have great sex and i i want everyone out there too and and not just to check the box like you know i have a friend that uh said oh we have great sex or 
She said, I have a great sexual relationship with my husband. We have sex two times a week. And I'm like, that's fantastic. And you know, who's counting? I've never thought that was a thing yeah, that yeah. we need to do. But and uh, but she goes, except when I can, you know, like slip away and, and be in this one room when he comes home and he doesn't know that I'm in there. And I'm like, well, do you like it or not? I didn't <laughs> say that. This is not my business. But I was like, gosh, you know, that doesn't sound like a fun sexual right. encounter. That sounds like a transactional, mm-hmm. um, I'll give you this. And I, I we've all been guilty of that. I mean, if For you're sure. a woman, have you had a fake orgasm with a guy? I'm raising my hand. <laughs> yes. Uh, we all have, right? Right. And you know, sometimes it is just a, an act of grace. Like they really, what? yeah, go for it. But don't, I wouldn't say make that a habit. We need to right. enjoy. Yeah. And I think that goes back a few steps. So why are we not enjoying sex, right? Why is that communication not there? If we don't know what we like on our own, then how are we supposed to know what to tell another person. So that's the huge point. And I think you're shocked by this a little bit of my, you know, sexual past. You said, you know, we have a great sex life. And I think it's fascinating that we do have such a good sex life. You've had different experiences more than I have. Plenty of good ones. I've had very few. Looking back, I wouldn't say great. Mm -hmm. And I also never was a masturbator. And I am this, so proud of you for just God, saying shit. that. This Ugh. was one of the things we literally had an argument about in between these <laughs> podcast things. And when I had lip gloss on, we were arguing. Now the lip gloss is it's gone. gone. Um, I was like, what? You know? And you're what? so shocked. And I'm like, I was I'm sorry. That's just not. And so maybe not everybody is exploring themselves. And... I don't, I'm sure there is a term called asexual. Oh, guess what? You're not that. Um, But maybe people feel that way. Right. I would give yourself a shot. I would take it. Well, here's what I have to say about that. Because you don't understand this. No, I do understand it. But you didn't experience this as much. That I think this has to do with a little bit about, you know, what you're taught or what you see. And a lot about, for me, like self-confidence. Self-image. Image more. Mm -hmm. Self-esteem. And I said this before here, struggled with body confidence, body image, Mm -hmm. self-confidence all my life. And I think that's a huge part of it, that if you don't feel comfortable in your skin, if you don't like the image of your body, like pleasuring yourself doesn't feel, can I finish? questions yes hold them remember them don't forget them doesn't necessarily feel good like if you don't like the skin that you're in in my experience it it didn't make sense or that's not I wasn't going to be intimate with myself there's another way I think that's a really brave thing you just said and I think that that (sighs) may resonate with people and maybe not if that is the case I feel like you've got to explore that and and see what that image is. Is it from society? Is it because your body is not that perfect body? None of us have that perfect body. That's right. Um, except for you. I love your body. But, Thank you. Um, I think that is a, a shocking revelation that you gave me. And that if I'm shocked by it, I, I, I'm glad you said it because other people might resonate to that. Um, if you can't pleasure yourself, how can you yeah, happy. accept it from somebody else or, or give be, it to exactly. somebody else. Or just How can be you be happy? Or, oh my God. Or just Well, I think that's the thing. There's huge. a lot that goes into it. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of gray 
in sure. this area of sex. There are things, it? there are people who have been abused and mm-hmm. imagine, I can't even imagine the issues and feelings. Oh, me either. Now, that that's people whole, who've been abused but have to therapy. go through. And so there's another level of that that isn't that, you know, I've experienced that at all, but there is a level of inability to love myself in a way but you were not sexually abused. No, I, let's be very that, clear. Right? Okay, so if you've ever been sexually abused, then you need to make sure you get some help for that. And that's a whole different ballgame we're talking about. So we're not talking about that. We're just talking about you had a hard time even pleasuring yourself because right. of whatever self-image you had. That's right. And whatever the signals you, you were getting from society or even other people caused you to have. And, and that's that's really strong and courageous that you admitted or just it's told everyone that. (laughs) And second of all, if that's something that's going on with you all, um, find someone to talk to about that. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think that might come up for people later in life. I think Mm -hmm. women, and I can say who, you know, have had children, your body changes, right? Right. And Correct. you might hormones go change. Hormones, hormones change. change right. And so I think there's a Menopause, lot of, n- all of that. natural I mean, things that happen that yeah. make you being okay in your body be a challenge. Right. And I, I think we could go on all of those. I mean, there's ju- post, post baby, there is menopause. This is hormonal changes. Mm-hmm. This is all sorts of things. There's life stressors. Life stressors. So, but. That being all of those. And there are answers for all of that. There are answers for postpartum. There are answers for hormonal changes to women's bodies. There's lubricants. There are all sorts of different right. things that you can do that help you regain that sense get of... Get back in the saddle. Get, <laughs> get back in the saddle. Um, and so I just think what we want to do is we want to take the, the, uh, we want to take the sting out of this. It's okay to talk about all of it. It's, but what's not okay is to deny any of it because right. the, the expression of sexuality is so strong in us, whether we, whether we acknowledge it or not, we are expressing sexually all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can go wrong in so many negative ways. And so we want to educate our own kids. We want to educate each other and we want to, why not in all the stress with the world, have you and your partner have one intimate space that brings mm. you to a joy that only the two of you can experience. And sex does that. Right. And uh, that's not to say that you're maybe going to have an orgasm every time, except can I tell my joke now? You can tell your joke now. It's not even my joke. It's not a joke. <laughs> this is just a funny story. We were out to dinner with friends. They're a lesbian couple who's married. Our only lesbian friends. We, I mean, we're, we're we two people in a same-sex <laughs> Uh, relationship that do not call ourselves lesbians, but we're working on a term. So we'll get back to you on that. But <laughs> they were hilarious and they're both really young and cute. And uh, so one of them said, this heterosexual couple goes, well, you know, we, besides the obvious reasons, what's the big difference in being and having lesbian sex and having just regular sex? Why you say... Don't les- say regular, heterosexual. Heterosexual. Thank you. Sex. <laughs> And my, our new little lesbian friend without taking a breath goes, orgasms. <laughs> and, and Lee and I both went, yes. Yep. There you go. <laughs> and there because, you go. But again, because we're, or, we're, we're, we are communicating, right? 
And it's, we love it. I mean, it's fun. And so there is no reason in any, whether trans, hetero, gay, lesbian, everybody should be having great sex. It, and keep working at it. It's fun. It's a good practice to keep yeah. working at. <laughs> well, and I think there's that pressure point too. Like, oh, I have to have an orgasm. So, oh, mm, I'm tired. This has gone on too long. Right. Fake it. There you go. And that's not doing you or your partner a service. So the minute they think that what they just did to you caused you an orgasm that actually didn't, like then it goes on and on. It's a trouble. It's it's that rat in the thing. The the hamster Hamster. wheel, the rat in the thing. (laughs) Have you ever seen a rat run on a wheel? (laughs) Not me. And I hope that I don't. No, 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 no. So we know all these things now. You need to not deny your sexuality and come to terms with it, mm-hmm. whatever that takes. And spread the word, spread the word, not about yourself. Hang on though. What do you mean? Spread the word that sex is just, keep talking about sex. Sex, we need to take the sting out of sex. The sex, sting, you mean like the stigma, the negativity, the, stigma, the, the, the negative the taboo yeah. that we can't talk I mean, about quit it. saying that women are just, you know, we're baby machines. We, we're not having a sex. a lot that. of people say that all the time. I mean, there's, yeah. I'm sorry, we government could go, is saying that right now. I know, and so. that's a huge part of it. But I think all we're trying to do is talk about, you know, real women's issues with each other and with their right. partners and recognizing that sexual health is a very important part. Right. And that the more you talk about it, the less taboo it's going to get. Now, mm-hmm. I would say that, you know, let's say women are in a group one night book club or whatever, and everybody's mm-hmm. talking about it. Like that could lead to another sense of shame for somebody like if the whole group's talking about their sex lives and you're like whoa i'm not experiencing that or that's never happened to me or whatnot mm-hmm. like you have to be careful too. Bragging. <laughs> i mean yeah i don't think you have to be careful i just you know i think good friends can talk about sex with like without saying hey by the way i'm having the great greatest sex in my life too bad you're not no, and I didn't mean that at yeah. all, and you know that. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is when you hear other people tell their sex stories, that make make you be like, ugh, yeah. I don't know. But hopefully what that helps you do is see that there's a million different ways to awful term skin a cat, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. there's not one right way to do it, so I just don't want people to feel like in group discussions when we say chat with your friends or hear yeah. what other people have to say that you feel any shame or regret or guilt that your sex is different than somebody else's because there is no right way is the point. As long as you're not hurting each other and as long as you're not harming anybody in the you know process of that, then all sex is good. And and I I just wonder sometimes if guys talk about it. I think they just talk about it like yeah, well, I got I got I don't it. Know. But I've no idea. But women do talk about it. And uh, like you said, you know, at the and most of the times it's in ugh, I had to do it. I'm t- at least the, right. And that again is like that's not fair to him either, or not her, at all, or whoever it is, not at all. It's not fair to anybody. And I I do think that's important that airing grievances sometimes can just feed negative Mm -hmm. energy and Mm -hmm. that's you know within you and your partner Mm -hmm. to work out we all need somebody from a different realm in our life to help us in different areas right like you might not be the person I talk to everything about that is not true you are but some people need another venue and yeah to find some compassion or steady ground on well, I have found compassion and steady ground with you. Thank and you. And I think you can find it in your partner. 
And uh, if you can't, then go to a sex therapist or somebody or a good friend. But I think it's it's such an intimate act that mm-hmm. going to a good friend is probably not the greatest advice. I think you really have to talk to your partner. And um, and then you also have to be willing to admit to the, your, the, the young people in your life that sex is important. And once they understand that and that and that all the things can happen to them, but joy of life reigns here, okay? It is the, it is the joy of sex. Uh, there's probably Isn't that, that a book? There is a book. <laughs> I've never read it. We should get it and read it. I think it's an old one. I think it came out in the 70s, and, and it was very controversial. And, Interesting. And, the, and everybody was like, whoa, women were reading like crazy. Right. Because literally... For years and years and years, women were just like, okay, just lay back and endure it. Yeah. And so then the 60s rolled around and it was the sexual revolution and whoa. And now it's sort of like the pendulum has turned back and everybody wants us to not talk about sex and women don't enjoy it, you know, just have babies and don't worry about it. Um, but I really, I mean, I get it politically that that's mm-hmm. a message, but I don't feel generally like that's some, I'm not receiving that message Oh no, 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 in no. the world. But I think there's a lot of parents that are saying no, just say no to sex. Right. And well, and that's their prerogative. If the family wants to teach that. Exactly. But, and they can say, fine. they can tell them everything they want to, but just don't say that they shouldn't like it because they're going to like it. Got it. Period. I see your message. It is a natural, happy, healthy, joyful thing. You want your kids to eat well. They need to eat well. You want them to move their bodies and exercise. This is all for your full body health. It's wholeness. It's mind, body, spirit. And, and sex is part of that. 100%, mm-hmm. don't you think? 100%. No, I agree with you fully. Um, and I think you have to decide what that looks like for you. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, Hilliard studio method is for everybody. So, I mean, that's a no brainer, but all the different types of sex and what you need in your sexual life. I and love what, the way you just threw Hilliard studio method into sex. <laughs> you do not have to be, I'm it, saying it is not about sex. No. It is about healthy well-being, right? I, I was saying we one size in. doesn't fit all for sex, right. but it does for your workout. Yes, that's what I was saying. Yeah. I love that you threw that in. I there. did. I needed yeah. to. Um, but figure a lot out of our what haters it is are going to love you. that. I know. <laughs> figure out what it is for you and what feeds your soul and mm-hmm. what makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. And when you have that really good sex, think about how good you feel. And we want to apologize to some of our friends because we we really because no, we really do brag about how great our sex is. Okay, you just did it. I know. You are incorrigible. Corrigible? Incorrigible. Corrigible. No, incorrigible would be a that would, would be a better thing. <laughs> would be welcome. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're you and I and love and respect you just the way you are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing really well these days too, because that's been tough. Um Well, it is, and I think that's what life is that we yeah. go through ups and downs. And when you can do that with somebody about anything, Mm -hmm. then it makes it easier to go about that when it comes to things like sex. Mm -hmm. So this is part of our wellness broadcast. This is part (laughs) of our wellness things. What have we learned? You want to name them? You want me to try to... Let's see if you can do it. All right. I'm the teacher here. Yeah, she is. She is. You be the student. So 
the main things we have learned. We have learned to take <laughs> I don't the know time. Know that anybody learned anything? <laughs> We're did we sharing learn? experiences. Nothing. We've given them nothing here no. except our own, uh, you know, the, opinions. Our, our own opinions. And if I could ask you to do one thing today, it would be to take the taboo out of talking about sex to your kids. And then, okay, two things. There's never okay. Just you get one. two. I get two. I get two. That would be number one. Take the taboo out of sex with your kids, not of talking about sex <laughs> with your kids. It's very important that they understand that their natural body functions, that they're feeling, are not some sin against nature. They are natural human beings that are made and built to have sex. Okay? Then you okay. can tell them all the ways that they can get in trouble with that. That's your second conversation. <laughs> and then the other one is... Find out what you feel, what makes you feel good, and communicate that to your partner, and then see how great your life turns. Boom. Okay, that's good. And I think as a parent, with it's easy for you to say, like, you're done with the whole parenting thing. I'll talk but to I've got, uh, go for it. I've got teenage kids, and I think thinking about what you want to say first, generally, I think if you overthink, you can get stagnant. Um but just kind of knowing your main topics with your kids and your your beliefs and know that it probably is not just going to be one conversation. What's well, is funny, the train has left the station with your kids. They're teenagers, right? Right. I think you talk to your kids earlier. Right. Much earlier. Well, you're looking at me like I haven't had these conversations. No, no. I, 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 I was I trying to remember if I told the story about my own daughter, which I think I have, so I yeah, do Yeah, you have. Again. Don't do it again. But I mean, I really kind of... In, gave her the information about nine or 10 because that's really kind of when they start talking about it, if not doing things. So, okay. You know, there's that. Okay. Again, we'll be looking forward to your workshops on. (laughs) (laughs) It will not be involved. Talking to kids about sex. Okay. Two things that I hope people learn to feel Mm -hmm. is that you're not alone. You're not the only one like, Anything you're feeling is okay to feel, mm-hmm. okay? And kind of my admission about how I felt sexually towards myself um, and how there's a lot of images and messaging thrown on us and that sometimes you don't feel comfortable enough in your own skin to even know what you want or how you feel. And well, what I was going to say is because I'm nervous. I don't know if that said anything right. Is you know, it just takes one other person, and for me, it was you to love. Uh oh, there's a choke up. Um, love you and your body more than you ever thought you could. Oh, I love that. And so that has opened me up in such a major way. And so I think loving and trusting someone who loves you that much and sees you in this beautiful way that you couldn't even see yourself not only opens, you know, the door for self-confidence and self-expression, but sexually too. And I think that's really healthy and I feel lucky that I found you. Wow. Nella. That was the best. That really, that's, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. And that's all we can do for each other. Yeah. We open each other. We that's open so our true. doors, Whatever, especially the ones that are tightly shut that mm. really are scary or you just never thought you were good enough or worthy enough. And if you can find a partner out there that makes you feel 
worthy. You're not only going to find out that you're worthy, but you're going to find out that you're sort of magical and incredible. And if we do that for each other, and if you can do that for someone and they can do it for you, then you're the two luckiest people on the planet. And we want that for everybody, right? Exactly. So, oh, bam. thank you, babe. Love you. Love you too. Thanks for listening to us today, wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, you can now find our podcast on YouTube. Yeah. If you liked it, please share, rate, and review. We love five stars. And we hope you'll work out with us online or in studio at hilliardstudiomethod.com. 